All right, let's kick it off, boys. We're all set. What is that sound? Yeah, it's kind of disheartening. Dude, I got some new neighbors. They're so noisy ever since they moved in. They have like machinery, dude. Yeah. It sounds like a. It's like alerts and like horns. Yeah. It's It's haunting. Just like that movie, Bad Neighbors, except worse. Yeah, Yeah, they're like really bad. God! Are, are you okay? Why is it, why is someone screaming over there? I, I think we should just mind our business. They're probably I've, fine. I've put in several noise complaints. I don't know what okay. else to do. All just right. keep your heads down. What more can you do? Other than... Jesus, man. They, they're cooking something. Close the window, dude. Yeah, dude. My new neighbors suck. Have you they thought can... about like writing a complaint? like a form? You'd probably write a book. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. It's been quite a struggle for me lately yeah. since they moved in. But we're safe here. Yeah. I feel like there should be a number. Like, do you have their number? Can you call them to be like, hey, something's wrong? Here? Yeah, we should call in. It's uh, it's 999-999-9988. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are too many movies. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we're going to talk hey. about a super fun, happy, good time zone of interest. Before we talk about that, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris Collins. That was Josh, sick. the Josh Rodriguez Film School University. And I'm Alex. I actually don't have a nickname this week. I just thought I'd share a cool, fun fact. Uh, I have a Scooby-Doo laugh, and it's kind of embarrassing. I never wanted to bring it up. Why don't you just do like a quick... Hold on. I think I can get you in the mood Okay. for a perfect Scooby-Doo laugh. Are you ready? Okay. That's not doing it. It might come organically later. So that is nickname. What's next? Patreon. Patreon. Hey, yeah, Buy Patreon. It. Five bucks a month on Patreon if you want to support your local on the internet podcast. Bonus episode every week. And then a monthly one that is about a movie. The other ones are just supplements. We just talk about whatever we want. Just talk about fucking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then a yearly one now. Yeah. We have an annual one. We have a monthly one. We have a weekly one. It's just every Friday you get a new one. Now we have a a yearly Patreon podcast? Yeah. And and an hourly year it's just like what's okay, that could be physical media honestly yeah the physical media show we do that it's gonna be three seconds we're like hey what's going on and then yeah it is, it is three seconds yeah hey, what's up i'm gonna do that it's our yearly show at the end of the year just upload your annual patreon episode it just <laughs> says hey guys what's going on <laughs> <laughs> and that's it anyways so five- i'm gonna call josh no he didn't pick up all right later <laughs> Just me calling people for like that nobody picks up. Like every, my whole family doesn't answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, uh, it was worth it. Five mucks a month on Patreon. Yeah, you really cooked that one. Thanks. <laughs> it was like let him cook, let him cook. <laughs> All right, fucking Patreon. To let him cook. As him letting me cook. Now you got to eat a whole sandwich in one bite. A really tall one. Mm-hmm. It's a big old chomp, dude. Yeah. Big old hoagie. <laughs> you got to or- order those like catering size yeah. Subway ones and eat it in one bite. Speaking of you being very artistic, um, Arti- I am artistic. Thank you. Artistic. Well, it is um, time for you to open your Christmas presents, dude. Oh shit! I know you're one for late gifts. So I am one. I, that one year where we it happened. were very thoughtful <laughs> and got you some late ass gifts, oh, buddy. Thank you. Is this a bottle of very nice whiskey, dude? You know, I'm an alcoholic. Just wait till you see it, man. You want me to open it right now? No. The fuck? This is content, baby. 
We're not being generous just for the fuck of it. So for those listening first time, Alex's gifts got here late. But it's not a big deal because he's done that to us all the time. All the time. I do it all the time. He's done it like seven or eight times. Never mind the implication that I'm always giving them gifts. And Take your fucking time. <laughs> Hurry the fuck <laughs> up, dude. Rip it open. Ah! This is how they Keep it right there. Prop, l- drop plus Lord of the Rings. What the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the fuck is I wish it was just like one of those snakes that pops out. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, it's, shit. It's a really neato desk mat, baby. Fuck. Yeah, you can put your mouse on it. You put your keyboard on it. You put your weed in there. You do, put your do you dick have on a it. Do you have a Lord of the Rings themed keyboard? Uh, I don't. Oh, I see. It's them crossing uh, Rivendell with uh, Mordor in the background. And here's the second gift, baby. Ugh, I wonder what this could be. I wonder. And I wonder <clears throat> if you know. It's an elvish flashlight. Yo, that would be sick. Let's fucking go. It is Lord of the Rings themed, of oh, course. Oh, shit. Because that's who you are. You're elvish at heart. I'm just a whimsical boy. This is facts. Filled with whimsy and the wonder of life. Let's fucking go. Look at that shit. No, you gotta do it up at the mic for ASMR, baby. Yeah. With some of these clicks and clacks. Ooh. Is it closer, closer, closer? Is it clicky or creamy? Uh, both. Ooh. At the same time. You can't hear it, but I'm writing racist epithets on 4chan. <laughs> Hell yeah. There Thank you. Go. you. There's your Middle Earth mechanical pretty, keyboard. Pretty Show the camera. Needed. Yeah. Show the camera. Mm-mm, sorry. Patreon only. Here's Shit. a Patreon. Amazing. Excellent. Isn't that great? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Christina helped Or happy Hanukkah, up. I guess we should say. Same shit. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> your lovely girlfriend helped us pick that one out, too. Thanks. Thanks, Christina. All right. Merry Christmas. Alex, what'd you watch this week? I got you. Fuck. All right, hold on. Aaron Brockovich, number one. I remember Let's that. Let's fucking go, baby. This movie is a good movie. This is Julia Roberts as a trashy lady that, who's actually a pretty good lady. That's um, all you are is suck fucking... You sucking dick in the wrong shoes. What did she, what she, she say? Two, two ugly feet and fucking wrong shoes. Or two wrong feet and fuck an ugly shoe. There you go. Yeah. What's up with your fucked up feet? Fuck you. Fuck you. Eat I love shit. that. I love that line. It's a great line, dude. It's a good line. Won an Academy Award. I think we got off on the wrong foot here. That's all you got, lady. Two wrong feet and fucking ugly shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, that's the clip they play at the Academy. <laughs> fuck you. And she's like. And then it just cuts to them. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity to, th- to thank Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, just you. an all around cool dude. All right. What else? Or sorry, what, what, what do you think of Aaron Brockovich? It's a masterpiece. It's excellent. It's, it's based really on... fucking. Have you seen it? No. Oh, dude, man, it's great. Yeah. It's Reese also Witherspoon, getting... right? No, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Oh, uh, it also it's a getting to the bottom of it movie. I mean, technically, yeah, it is. She gets to the bottom of it's it. It's fighting the man, if you will. Mm. The man. Honestly, Bulba it's Kulai. very similar to a movie that you watched this week, Chris. Ah, and he'll bring it up later. All right. And that's all I had to say about that. Uh, next up, Attack of the Dock. This is a YouTube, or not a YouTube. I watch it on YouTube because it's free there. It's a documentary about Attack of the Show uh, on G4. And it is, if you have any nostalgia or memories at all from that time, if you ever watched it, 
it will be very, very nostalgic for you to watch this. Um, that's pretty much all. It's not the greatest doc or anything, but it's basically just an excuse to look at old clips from Attack of the Show and have them talk about it. It's really nice. Were, were the main guys interviewed for the show? Strangely enough, no. Uh, okay. Olivia Munn and Kevin Pereira are both not in the documentary, aside from like clips in there. It's all. It's mostly uh, like the old director of G Four and Attack of the Show and okay. Chris Gore, a bunch of guys that worked on it. Did you Did you guys watch this show back in the day? I never yeah. watched yeah. it back in the day. G Four was a great time. Yeah, that was like the only place you could get like the new hotness on video games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Besides gotcha. Nintendo Power Magazine, dude. Mm. Oh shit, I remember that. Getting demo discs in the PlayStation. Fuck yeah, baby. I remember playing my first wrestling game. Let's go. My first like CD-ROM wrestling game. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Because I was only using uh, fucking N64 at the time. Hell yeah. Dude, I still have uh, a couple CD cases filled with all of the PlayStation Magazine demo discs. I should bring that for physical media. Yeah, Do, dude, do they work good. still? Yeah, in, probably, like, I in, assume. Which one's backwards compatible to that? Anything? PS, I mean, PS2 can play. Well, the first model of PS3 can play all PS2 and PS1 games. Let's oh. go. But I mean, if you have a PS2, you can play both. So yeah, one day you can put in a demo disc and play half a level, dude. Yeah, of Siphon Filter, dude. I used to. I mean, there there was a time where I had like no games, and I would just filter. I would just go through like the like hundred demo discs I had, and that would be good. That was the only fine. time I ever played yeah. that Sonic game where he's like running on top of the the Sonic pier. Adventure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shit goes so hard, dude. I played the demo only. Dude, I remember I watched... It, one of them came with the Siphon Filter demo I played, mm-hmm. but it also came with a video of a guy like telling you how to play yes. through it. it. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, no. Like, well, that was on everyone, but they had guys that... And the, I remember the buttons were so clicky in those videos. You could yeah. hear, you could really hear him hitting the buttons. Yeah. He would be like, what's up? I'm the guy with the ponytail. I look like I'm in the Matrix right now. I'm going to tell you how to get through level one of Siphon Filter. Yeah. So first, we're going to go here, put this guard to sleep, but go right over here. The guy that like designed the level is yeah. just like speed running it and showing you shit. Good times, dude. Yeah, dude. I got to say, one of my favorite experiences playing video games ever was uh, me and uh, an ex were playing Batman Arkham Asylum. And she was reading all of the like walkthrough, like what what is that? Remember when we used to get the game guides? Yeah, the like the actual booklet telling yeah. you how to play the yeah. game. Yeah, like Prima games and Brady games and shit. So yeah. we were playing together. Only I was like I was the one you know playing the video game, but she was like telling me where to go. She was doing like a drag rally race. Like, all right, turn left here, <laughs> dude. Concentrate, Sammy, please. Medium left, long, long. Medium left, medium left. It was a blast, dude, because we were like figuring out all the riddles and like doing all that shit. Nice. That shit is fun, dude. That's cool. That's a good date night reco, dude. Yeah. You want to do that. <laughs> is you, you, you like reading? Why don't you read this game? <laughs> Why don't you read this don't game? You tell I'm me playing? how to play this game I love. Yeah. I'm Pretty, sure it was fun. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But I'm, now it would be I'm, like I'm a about, nightmare for like modern women to be, to be like, I'm going to watch you play a game. It was fun at the time. I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever, guys. It'd be especially rough for like, I don't know, Fortnite. Oh yeah, but shoot the like, guy, shoot the guy, shoot the guy, shoot yeah, the guy, shoot the guy. Yeah, like build, a build, story build. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking for clues and shit. story games. All right, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the prima guide for Call of Duty Warzone says: shoot the guy, then use a slur, then go to this side. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. And then SWAT him IRL. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Commit a federal crime. That's what it says in the guide. That's what it says. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Next up is Physical Media Minute. Let's go. So, Physical Media Minute. After I watched uh, a week or two ago Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I tried to find more movies like that, and I found Shadow. 
Have you heard about this? No. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you, no. have you heard about this? Uh, so this is by the director of Hero and House of Flying Daggers. Oh, nice. shit, okay. This is visually one of the most creative things I've seen because it's a black and white movie, but it's not filmed in black and white. It's got the care. The, that cover is yeah. basically what the movie looks like. Okay, so it's like desaturated black, like contrasty. Pretty much. It's got blue tones in there. It's not pretty like much. fully black it's, and it's white. It's very, very, very cold. Um, oh, that looks fucking awesome. It is so fucking cool visually. The story is kind of whatever. It's kind of standard, like, Chinese political intrigue. But, like, there's some of the coolest martial arts stuff I've ever seen is in this movie. Um, if either of y'all want to borrow it, go for it. Zhang Yimou. Yeah, it Yimou. goes so fucking hard visually and in certain martial arts aspects that I don't want to spoil in case you want to watch it. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I'd like to watch this, Chris, if you want to borrow it first. Go ahead. All He's right. already borrowing Stalker from me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I gotta watch that. I haven't been in the mood to watch that yet. It's it's a, quite a slow burn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've sh- been in the mood for In the Mood for Love. Ah. <laughs> In the mood for Borger. <laughs> and then last up, uh, I watched this. It was a rewatch a few weeks ago, but I'd never brought it up. Uh, Fooly Cooly. Uh, this is a... You're going to hate this, Josh. This is a six-episode anime series that it basically packs like 24 episodes of content into six episodes. Uh, and if you've never seen it, go in blind. It is the most creative, insane shit that you could probably ever see. Um, it's it's wild. I'm so it it crams twenty four episodes into six episodes. Essentially, yeah. In so term- what an anime length should be. Yeah, essentially, yes. Because anime milks the fuck out of story, dude. Yes. So you should watch this. So it moves it the fuck along, which is great. It's very breakneck. It's it's wild. Um, I could get into that. It's the same studio that did Cowboy Bebop, um, and that part of Kill Bill that you love. Uh, so it's so it's basically it's kind of like that but it's i don't it's it's kind of impossible to describe it's insane check it out that's all i got all right chris beans do you want to go next sure all right i rewatched heat let's go let's fucking go baby 1995's heat dude uh it's a perfect movie, dude. What can you say that hasn't been said before? Yeah. It's just fucking magnificent magnificent and perfect and an excellent crime saga, if you will. I will say, <clears throat> no matter how many times I've seen this, every time they make a bad decision or things go wrong, you still want them to like not shoot the guy in the beginning. Yeah. You want them to not let the guy get away after they're like in, in the park. Like each time I'm watching it, I'm like, Oh, they're going to get him this time. Something yeah, in my yeah, brain yeah. loves it so much that it's like, Oh, they won't screw up this time. Yeah. Or, this you, won't go wrong. This you don't time. want Robert De Niro to turn around and go. Oh uh, yeah. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Like what if it was just him? It's this whole away? thing, dude. You leave yeah. it 30 seconds flat. Like fuck off, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, like you couldn't hire somebody to take care of that. With the very last act, you know? Yeah. But that's the whole message of the movie, I guess. Anyways, <laughs> what? I said, I hate that movie. <laughs> um, it's a fucking banger. I yeah, love Heat great. so much. It's so fucking good. I watched a uh, movie called Dark Skies from 2013. This Dark sounds very Skies. familiar. Is this an alien movie? It's an alien horror okay, film yeah. from 2013 where a family starts to get sort of harassed by some sort of weirdness, you know, lights, loss of time. 
The usual abduction the shit. The huge. The huge abduction tropes. Carbon monoxide poisoning, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out they just had a leaky stove. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, but no, it's it's great. It's actually pretty good. You know, solid three out of five, good watch. It wasn't like corny, wasn't like over the top. It's about some corny like signs. There's so much corn. They were like, Wah. oh wait, no. Hey guys, the about the corn. <laughs> we the interstellar. He planted it and sold it, dude. You, dude. Fucking TikTok, give me a million views. You get the corn. So in Dark Skies, uh, J.K. Simmons plays like the X Files conspiracy theorist guy, Ooh. which is funny. They, oh, yeah? They're like, we got I found an expert, and we got to go talk to him. And he goes in, and you know, his windows are all blacked out with newspaper, and he's just like, look, I've been following this for years. He's the guy, you know. Yeah. And it, it's he's actually pretty good. It's it was it was a pretty solid movie. You know, little horror story with the Grays, way better than. Um, you will won't be alone. No one will save you. No one will save you. <laughs> you won't be you alone. Won't, you I'll won't be, be alone. In I'll the be dark. there for you. <laughs> you won't be alone in the dark under the skin signs. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's dark skies was solid. I always thought it was funny because like the craziest shit would happen, and the cop they kept on calling the cop, and like so your whole your whole alarm <laughs> system went off and everything opened at the same time all your cupboards were opened at the same time and there's like we don't know there's a geometrical like pattern like leaky stove yeah he was just like ah, well kids are weird and he would like leave <laughs> and they'd be like what the fuck and then Did like he do something like one one night like they woke up and went downstairs and immediately all the soup cans in their kitchen was forming like a geometric like lightoscope thing on the ceiling just like yeah and he's just like yeah you know kids pranks are getting pretty elaborate these days it was just like it was so fucking funny just like alien is probing his asshole he's like these kids are weird yeah just like it's just an alien with a cop like how spirit halloween mask on just like ah that's I could uh, definitely not alien. Who'd have done it? Ah, well, I'll definitely report this to my higher authority. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it was good. So anyways, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> give me your ass. <laughs> the scariest thing about aliens, they'll fuck your asshole. Yeah, never mind. The oh, that sounds crisis. terrifying. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I'm gonna float into I the hope sky <laughs> behind the head. Still, one of the funniest things you've ever said. I think about it a lot. Is like, like, what would what would you guys do if you saw an alien? And then you said Chris would walk towards it ass first. <laughs> that was still one of the funniest things. Like, just <laughs> please. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't probe oh, me. Crawling oh. backwards with my ass out. <laughs> It's also like, a good defense mechanism because they'd be like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. Like, we're not going to bring that one into yeah. the spaceship. I'm like, please. You're like, no, 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 please. <laughs> no, please, no. please, please. No one wants me. <laughs> um. Anyways, Dark Skies is good. I followed that up. I followed up Dark Skies with Dark Waters. Oh, a, a dark theme. I had a dark double feature. Did you watch just, Zero Dark dude, 30 you're, while you're so you're complicated, it? And dude. then I watched The Dark Knight. I'm just the no. darkest dude. Dude, with all your dark thoughts. Look. <sighs> Damn, dude. dude. That's what his brain sounds like. He's deep. That's what I do in therapy. I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we're about out of dollars. Time. We're about out of time. <laughs> uh so what do you think of Dark Waters? That so this is uh written by uh the same guy behind Spotlight, directed by Alex Fuck, I was gonna say Alex Wilson. I directed yeah, yeah. it. No, no, not Alex Wilson. Same dude that did fucking May December. Mm-hmm. Todd Haynes. Todd Haynes, thank you. Yeah. And, and written by the Spotlight people. So it's got that investigative journalism getting to the bottom of the thing. And not necessarily journalism, but he's a lawyer mm-hmm. that is uh, investigating the uh, 
toxic waste management of the DuPont plant mm-hmm. that was essentially murdering thousands of people that were in uh, the vicinity of a major power plant in where? I think f- Pittsburgh? Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. I think so. Doesn't wow. matter. That is toxic. My one toxic trait, I dump forever chemicals. <laughs> I dump forever chemicals into the river of the city. Starring our boy Mark Ruffalo and also starring our boy Bill, Bill Camp. Billiam Camp, dude. The subtle beast himself. Oh, dude. Work you my water. <laughs> yeah. Your Mark water Ruffalo. Dirty. Mark Ruffalo goes to this farm and this guy, Bill Camp, the farmer, she's like, You're killing all my cows. He's like, You're killing my moo cows. <laughs> my moo cows. Look at the cow we did. I buried about 200 a day. You drink water, you drink water. Water's bad. Get chemicals in the water. It's just grown-up sling blade. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, the water's bad. <laughs> and you, th- you you think we're kidding. You think we're exaggerating this accent, dude? Watch Bill Camp in Dark Waters. Future Chris. We've got to be so many. Pile them up, set fire. How many did you lose? hundred. Ninety. Mark Ruffalo's like, yeah, okay, sure, man. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you fucking what? Well, fucking what? There are tires in the water, dude. I don't give a shit, man. Yeah, what am I gonna do? I'm just a lawyer. Uh. Get different water, stupid. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's a it's a true story. It's about a lawyer that used to like work for chemical companies. Oh, and so he got his nut. Now he's going to try to make it better for everyone. Dude, he basically ruined his life trying to sue the DuPont company. It's it's fucking amazing, yeah. dude. It's it's a great story. Yeah, it's really good. It's a true story, too. And yeah. he's still fighting for this whole thing. Yeah. And it's fucked, of course. I mean, like, you watch that, and you're just like, oh, so DuPont made this crazy fucking man-made chemical. They put it on all of our appliances, all of our kitchen utensils. They Teflon. put it in Teflon, like the stuff that's in pans for the years. Shit, yeah, yeah, we were cooking with it. We were just like... It's just, in us right now. It's, still. it's Oh, here's a fun fact. This is even funny. But it's just insane. Um, they tried to do a study on microplastics in the human body, but they couldn't find a control group. Yeesh. Meaning they couldn't find anybody without it in yeah. their body. So we're Fucking just, cool, man. So, yeah. My review is, you know... I eat my credit card every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fresh one. Seriously, God. we go to Whole Foods and we just literally just eat a bottle of water. Yeah, no, our, our, our <laughs> organ tissue looks like fucking the, like hot dog microscope shit. Where it's yeah. like, why is there a fucking microchip inside the hot? But dog? honestly, dude, if <laughs> I was responsible, if I worked at a chemical plant and I had to go through all these safety, you know, checks and balances and made sure the shit didn't get in the water, I'd be like, honestly, dude, fucking chill out. Yeah, I don't want to lose. That's a any good money. perspective. <laughs> Honestly, your honor, your honor, can you fucking, fuck you. (laughs) Your honor, can you fucking just chill out, dude? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to say something in my defense. You know, just sort of relax. Yeah, like, just fucking chill. Like, we're okay. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. Right. The defense rests, your honor. (laughs) (laughs) Your honor. The defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> the defense is fucking so yeah. chill right now. The defense is sweepy, honestly. <laughs> it was. Honest, honestly, the, the, the defense is just a girl in EP. <laughs> the defense is just EP right now. I'm just EP right now. Dude. The, the defense is a bitch. It's a lover. It's a sinner. It's a saint. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a great transition to my next movie, 12 Angry Men. Yo! Let's go, dude! A perfect film. A perfect movie, dude. The first time I've ever seen it. It, you're saying it is a perfect movie? Yeah. Let's it's perfect. fucking go. Dude, dude. 1957? I know. <laughs> also, the degree that Henry Fonda looks exactly like Jane Fonda. Yeah. I mean, crazy. that makes sense, but crazy. they're the same person. Yeah. They look the same. It's it's crazy that a movie from 1957, first of all, is this good, but secondly, tackles like systematic racism and toxic masculinity. In in like the 50, like 57, they're like, guys, we should be cool to other people. Yeah. And it's like 90 minutes. Yeah. It's 90 perfect. minutes. And it is perfectly paced. Yeah. And it's oh, about yeah. a bunch of white guys in a room, dude. Not yeah. one of them's Mexican, you forgot. Well, no, not a single one. Well, he uh, wasn't clearly... clearly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Shell comics section. Um, I fucking love this movie, dude. I'm so glad you finally watched it. Yeah, it's a banger. I, should I watch the remake? No, I still okay. haven't seen the remake. Okay, yeah, I, I, I watched I the trailer on YouTube, and it looks the most made for TV. But shit. it has James Gandolfini. So okay, I'm, that's why I wanted to see it. That's why I want to see it. Yeah, but uh, this Eventually. is a perfect fucking movie. I mean, I'm so I, fucking glad that you. I that you love said that. like the way details unfold like it's interesting because i was also ping-ponging between guilty and not guilty throughout like i was just like well you look at me like you're like no no that's no, how you're supposed no, okay to. yeah i yeah, know thought you were great you guys were like you thought you're he like, was guilty i was like, like yeah because you're racist yeah I was <laughs> like, i'm like energetic for you seeing yeah, this yeah. movie i'm like no, okay so like for example there was times where like beyond a reasonable doubt i was like yeah the whole time i was like yeah it's not a beyond a reasonable doubt i would be not guilty also but at first, like with the first thing you hear, it's like, oh, it's clear cut. Two eyewitnesses, blah, 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 blah. And then as the thing, well, how was the eyewitness saw? She had glasses out there. There was a train. There was a train. How long does a train go by? I think 10 seconds. How could he have heard? How could she have seen? Yeah. All that. They're all, all that. Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But where I started, where it started, oh, I don't know where the fucking the knife is. Yeah. I would love to see Larry David and Twelve Angry Men. <laughs> just like, and when are we gonna get out of here? You I've know? got a baseball game to yeah. go to. Yeah, Come yeah. On. I yeah. love that. That's one of the guys' like actual movies. dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to get to a fucking baseball game, man. Yeah, it's towards seven o'clock, and he's just like. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking Robert Oppenheimer, like after he's the fuck- literally like yeah, <laughs> looking at his watch, like yeah. I just gotta kill a kid and get out of here quick. Yeah, 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 exactly. But baseball, yeah, there's only 162 <laughs> games in one season. Yeah, I only have 162 chances, and this kid's life is in my hands. Yeah. I have to go watch a 50 year old alcoholic run to first base. <laughs> I gotta watch a guy with Lou Gehrig's disease. It's Lou Gehrig. I've gotta watch him <laughs> with him disease. <laughs> I gotta watch some guy walk up to play, say "Yeah, see," and yes. then fucking run to first base with a cigar in his mouth. Like I always imagine the that World Series where Babe Ruth calls his shot, then hits the home run. I, w- I was like, if he ever missed that, I would pull out a gun and shoot myself <laughs> in the middle of the field. Like if you were Babe Ruth and you, missed. if I was Babe Ruth, uh, and I was like. And I'm calling my shots. Can go right there. What is it? Fuck. <laughs> but honestly, dude, a, a fucking five head thing would be to call your shot and then bunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that would. Yes. Is they're like, oh, she's. Let's all roll. Let's go back. That reminds me. Of, like I've been bowling. Like sometimes this is the, this for soup. Yes. You call uh, your shot. Actually, for yeah. Columbine. But I would be bowling, and if there was like one pin left, and it was very clearly gonna miss, I would turn around and be like. <laughs> classic bit yeah this classic bit just like turn around and like pretend like i'm listening for her, like easy dude and it just hits the bunker you know just, i saw just a video like, i saw a video of this this dude uh 
uses bowling and he like he like winds up his shot like he's Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> he throws it and then he goes. It's <laughs> 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 the funniest shit. <laughs> I saw a clip of some guy. He's the that... fucking. Who do you think you are? The yeah. <laughs> After he missed your fucking shot. Uh, it's like that guy, the one of the announcers, when it hit the pin, he was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And look at this pin action. Uh. There was this one I saw today of this professional bowler who kept his fingers in the ball when he threw it, and he just went, boom! Uh. <laughs> like he supermaned out and like face planted. <laughs> awesome. I think he did it on purpose, like uh, some sort of weird technicality or something. It was some, because somebody on the announcer was like, yeah, and that's not a foul because he, was, he didn't leave his he, hand or something like that. He had the like fucking that. dipshit rule and <laughs> gave him an extra roll. Uh, <laughs> the dipshit rule. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped on a banana peel and of course the banana, the banana roll, as you it's know. The, it's the technicality there where he gets another roll. Oh no, he's going up against Matt from Wii Sports. He's fucked. <laughs> Oh, shit. Anyways. Uh, Dude, the part where he throws the knife on the table, I was like, oh, shit, things have changed. Yeah. 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 Like, it's a unique knife. And he's like, Pfft. is it? Is it, though? I killed him. <laughs> it was <laughs> me. I'm the Puerto Rican boy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, where it started to lose me a little bit was like when he's like, yeah, how long do you think a train would be? 10 seconds? They're like, I don't know. And he's like, well, what, let's say 10, 40 seconds. He starts walking around the room. Yeah. And then, so it was like, that was just some dumb pseudoscience shit, which I was like, this doesn't prove anything, but also that's his point. Yeah. Right. I guess like is what he's saying, where it's like, you know, but when he's just walking in circles being like, see, he couldn't have done it. It's like that doesn't prove See, anything. that was forty seconds. Yeah. Like, they're like, this is so like he a- turns into the lawyer. The lawyer gets into the fucking the the jurors room. Yeah. And he's the one trying to convince them all. Yeah, that's what I there was times where I was ping ponging because even his statements were annoying me sometimes where it's like that's but in like i was, Chris was so, like i'm just trying to finish the movie so i can go watch baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah as but uh like the whole time i was like he's not guilty but this is annoying because he's like counter his counter arguments aren't like based in science they're just like guesses like yeah yeah it's all anecdotal yeah yeah it's all anecdotal shit where he's like how could you see through a train is but so like, is the prosecution so it's like yeah my anecdotal makes more sense than your anecdote yeah yeah which yeah. in the end i guess is the point it yeah. should be you know anyways 12 angry men's great uh, yeah for a, a perfect movie yeah yeah and even though it is from the 50s like please fucking watch it because it is paced perfectly yeah there's not a fucking bore at all no you, and i think anybody like I think that is the um, what gets people off of it. Like, I don't want to watch this. It's a fucking old-ass movie. You're missing out, man. You really are. This is coming from the podcast that constantly says movies happen later, and we're like, old movies are great. Yeah, that was Josh talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude. I've de- I'll try them, dude. And if yeah. they're boring as shit, they're boring as shit. Yeah. It and is, I get it. it. A- I have a fucking small brain, three head, you know. Well, it's <clears throat> it's most old movies just don't have the modern cinematography that like scratches our itch. Um, Citizen Kane, hello. <laughs> to me, it's pacing, pacing too. They all look like pacing, a fucking play. Yeah. This is like a play, but it's better. But it's good. Yeah, it's it's great. It moves the fuck along. Yeah, and like we said, it was ninety minutes. So like fucking a, dude. The Criterion has the original televised play, which is like in episodes. I could tell it was based on a it's, play. I mean, it's such a tight oh, script. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Just no, like Fences. You seen Fences? Mm-mm fucking a banger dude hardly know her it's fucking great denzel washington is it a courtroom procedural no it's um no it's about fences a, he builds fences <laughs> what's this guy shout fences <laughs> yeah. fences uh 
No, it's a more of a family drama, but it is a play first and foremost that uh, Denzel, I think he wrote or he directed it uh, oh. and he stars in it. It's fucking amazing. But it's that whole thing where it's a, it is a play that is now a movie. I saw a great review on Letterboxd for this, which I totally agree with, which was just like a movie happens in one room comes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love movies that happen in one single place. Panic Room. The Cube phone booth <laughs> but but i like when you never leave the room exactly panic room i mean get you it's can one say house it's one it's a yeah. house yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a block i guess yeah uh but yeah oftentimes movies that are in one place are fucking great phone booth mm-hmm. chew it up love I, it. I rewatched that recently it's not as great as i remember it's not great but it's, it's a fucking summer fun top down convertible fun time yeah it's a good, fun thriller yeah um i got more but that's it for me i took up a lot of time Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we have a whole movie to talk about. Yeah. Um, Let me pull up my list. Sorry. I'm not ready. Let's go. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> do, do your Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, man. Every time you do that, I just think of Velma. What? Well, oh, oh. Who's that? <sighs> Who's Velma? Who's Velma? <laughs> the iconic nerd. <laughs> the Web of Make-Believe. Now, this is a documentary series that is on Netflix, and it is about crimes. It's a true crime documentary series. That is about uh, internet, like, computer crimes. Ooh. Yeah. I thought it was like a Madam Web prequel or something. Not a Madam Web, Web prequel. It's uh, Mr. Robot. Dakota Johnson. But uh, each, each episode, obviously, is a different case that has to do with, like, cybercrime. Ooh, I'm interested. Dude, dude, dude. When I tell you the last two episodes of this fucking series, it's a part one, part two situation. Mm-hmm. It is one of the greatest documentary things I've ever fucking seen, dude. Shit. Cybercrimes? Kind of like... So this one is about a uh, tax fraudist. He's a fucking... Just one of those motherfuckers that can navigate the dark web and steal people's information. And essentially is like opening accounts for dead people and just cashing out ATM. Like, Dude, if you could... If you could, I'm just saying. They don't need it. Dude. What are they going to do with all that? He, But, like, he was taught how to do it. And, like, they're interviewing him. He is in the documentary. And the people that have taught him how to do it. And they're like, this guy is f- a fucking genius. Like, the fact... And he's, like, from a young age... I learned how to like do quick like computer programming and like I made a bout a ball bounce on screen with code and he's like the second that I did that for the first time he's like I was like oh I can control the world basically <laughs> dude dude he's like he's like I can make things happen like with code like I can do all of mm-hmm. this that's the fastest anyone's ever gotten a god complex <laughs> dude <laughs> it's like, can but, you hear the music <laughs> can you hear the music Robert yes I can. Dude, seriously, this guy absolutely fucks, man, because he was taught how to do commit tax fraud and all of this shit, uh, and he was opening all these crazy amounts of it. Like, he built a program that was essentially making W-4s and, like, giving them all... Fabricating, like, income and shit? Yes. That's crazy. Yes, dude. Fascinating motherfucker. Anyways, he... uh, Oh my god! Anyways, he's in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, he's like he's wearing a suit. Like he looks fucking like just a normal how money, dude. Just watch it. Just fucking watch it. But there's a this. Oh my god, dude. They're Basically, like, that, they're like that'll be a five thousand dollar fine. He's like, oh darn. Oh no, dude. I will say this. He gets caught at one point, and then instead of you know going through the whole process, taking a plea deal, all you know is 
hands are fucking red. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's like, I'm going to re- represent myself in court. Downloads a lawyer. Yeah. Hacks into the lawyer. Creates an it AI is, lawyer. It's one of the most fascinating stories I've ever fucking Where'd seen. Where'd you see this? Uh, Netflix, Netflix, right? Netflix. I'm going to watch this then. This sounds sick. I love cybersecurity hacking shit. That's cool. Dude. I went down a rabbit hole of ethical hacking on YouTube recently. Like white really? hat hackers and shit? Yeah, people that used to hack and then now they work for either counter hacking or, you know, cybersecurity and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. People people use it to, like, catch pedophiles and do other shit like that. All right. Check, uh, I'll, you should check I'll, out ethical hacking. I'll, you just go down a rabbit hole. Check that out. Check out uh, The Web of Make Believe. I'll check that out because it's fucking awesome. It's a really great show. Um, Next thing I watched was another Netflix joint, uh, Society of the Snow. Heard very good things. I saw you gave this five stars on Letterboxd. Not to bury the lead, but spoil my fucking take. No, (laughs) no, it 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 is fucking excellent. I've heard it looks kind of whatever. Somebody said just great plane crash and that's it, dude. I I. No. <laughs> it's I about mean, that soccer team in the Andes or something? Yep. Okay. It's a soccer team. They crash in the Andes and they're fucking lost in the mountains, <clears throat> snow-capped mountains for uh, more than 70 days, dude. And they have to survive any way they can. So and it's like Lord of the Flies of the snow? Yep. It's great. It's fucking brilliant. I love this movie Okay. so much. Directed by J.A. Bayona, who did one of the jurassic world movie so i was fuck? like i was like okay cool man <laughs> that's what i got to say about you right. but he's done a lot of like fantasy films before like he did his own like fairy tale movie that was apparently pretty good but uh he fucking went all out for this and it's it's all in spanish um uh, obviously the fucking soccer team is they all speak spanish i mean they're clearly his they're clearly hispanic clearly no i think they're from uh fuck they're riding burros inside the airplane. Paraguay? No, no, no. I'm Argentina? Argentina. Yeah, probably. I don't fucking know. I'm an idiot. So um, <laughs> check it out. It's fucking really great. One of the best like survivalist stories I've ever seen. Like It's better to me than Castaway. It is. Wow. wow. That yeah. is insanely high praise. Yeah. Dude. I haven't heard that kind of hype. I thought it was a mid-movie. That's what everybody's been saying. I def- definitely disagree with that. It All is right. fucking awesome. Let's check it out. I will check it out. I felt like it makes you feel like what they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I kind of wish I didn't have food for 70 days. Dude, it's fucking really good. Okay. It deserves that. Uh, man, does it deserve best foreign film? I don't know. We'll find out in a second. But uh, It did get nommed, right? It did get nominated for best foreign film. Fucking great. Check I will it out. check it out based on your endorsement. Yes. Yeah. Before I was like... That is a watch it at night, dude. Mm-hmm. Don't it's not a middle of the day nah, nah, situation. Nah. Anyways, nice. Got anything else? Uh, Argyle. We went to a screening for Argyle. Yeah, but we may be talking about it next week if you know what I mean. Is it worth it? A lot of people are shitting on this. Movie. I know it's getting terrible, terrible, terrible reviews. I saw a trailer and I thought it looked watchable, and then. Uh, Christina was sitting next to me, and she was like, that looks like dog shit. So I was like, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't like the trailer either. I know you were a fan of the trailer. I like the flashy editing. It was good. I, I like, like Henry Cavill. I love Henry Cavill. I love Matthew Vaughn. I like the cast, and I liked Matthew Vaughn. John Cena. John Cena, exactly. Uh, I went in with an open mind, but I had seen the trailer too many times, so I was not excited for it. Yeah. Dude, people that are shitting on this movie, like, 
I don't know. I feel like they saw a different movie than we. I know it. It, it does feel like that. Does it give Man from Uncle at all? Not as good as that. Not, Not as good as that. It's more Kingsman fun, but a little bit below Kingsman. You didn't like Kingsman? It's fine. It's, it's among fine. it's among my least favorite Guy Ritchie. That's not Guy Ritchie. Then it's still among my least favorite. It's Matthew Guy Ritchie. Vaughn. That's Matthew Vaughn of Kick Ass. Of Vince fame. Vaughn fame. Kick Ass fame. All right. I did like X Men First Class. Uh, well, we might be talking about this one next week. Okay. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> I'm, we might winking at camera ten times. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's it for me. Okay. I can't wait to talk about your friend that was sitting next to us. Oh my god. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. We had a hell of a uh, theater story. And that Those one. are always good. One of the best. One. Love the theater. I, I, we'll talk about it. All right. Anyways. God. Time for the zone of interest. Eh? It's, it's feel good, happy time. That's right. It's a feel good movie of the summer. Directed by Jonathan Glazer. Glazer. Of Sexy Beast fame. Of Under the Skin fame. Under the Skin. Of, what else did you do? Those music videos that you like? Jamiroquai. <laughs> Oh, we did those? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Right? Shit. Virtual insanity. We'll cut to a clip. Virtual insanity now. Did you uh, look into like his uh, videography? Mm-mm. No? Apparently he's done a lot of music video. He was like the king of that shit for a while. Hell yeah. Spike Jones vibes. Big time. I literally thought... Free Spike, Spike Jones. Yeah, I literally thought he... I knew it wasn't Spike Jones because I went down a Spike Jones rabbit hole, but that one had the Spike Jones like flavor to it yeah. where it's like, oh, this is a piece of art. This is a whole... It's a big Chris Collins <clears throat> joint, like a big dancing one shot. You got me. Yeah. Dancing plus cinematography equals Chris Collins boner. <laughs> boner. Facts. That shit gets me. Check out every jungle video that ever came out. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Glazer. Hardly know More like Jonathan Banger. Dude, he's fucking... He just makes bangers. He just makes bangers, dude. Did you ever see that one that Harvey made a video about it? I can't remember the name of the video, but it's like... A very questionable, like a girl, like a, a adult woman is like attracted to a little boy or something like that. It's uh, very it, weird. It's Harvey, so May December. Can we trust him? Harvey Dent. Can we trust him? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that one, the Nicole Kidman one, That's, right? I I think it might be her. It's, it, that one always pops in my head now. It's I've... streaming on uh, Criterion Channel if you want to check it out. It's a movie he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. So is Your Name. If you haven't seen Your Name, stream that on Criterion Channel. Is that an anime? Yes, but watch it. No. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Glazer. So now... Glazer. He has been developing this movie for 10 years. Did you guys know this? Nope. Didn't know that. He thought of... Uh, <laughs> this is a weird quote, but he was talking about uh, while he was working on Under the Skin, he had the idea, he's like, yeah, my next film is going to be a Holocaust film. <laughs> like, when he was working in Under the Skin. So this is a fucking long-ass time ago, dude. Yeah, damn. That he's like, yeah, that's the next one. <laughs> Anyways, be a sexy alien seductress now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Action. <laughs> but he spent uh, about six years working on the script. So he read the book that this is based on and optioned the rights before the book ever came out. Wow. Yeah. So How he, did he read the book before he got a out? he got an advanced copy from like the author I publisher? Guess. Or oh, something. cool! Yeah. yeah, maybe they knew he was in the market for a Holocaust film, and he got an advanced <laughs> copy. Just throwing out his feelers. Who's who's writing about the Holocaust right now? Oh, everyone. Yeah, All yeah, but always. Yeah, but what an approach, dude, to go with a Holocaust film where you never actually see the Holocaust or the horrors of yeah, it's of very Auschwitz. It's a fucking 
it's brutal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This particular person has been depicted in a lot of Holocaust films too. This particular like, you know, commander of the camp. And this one, I saw some interview where he was like, I wanted to focus on making it just their personal life. Like, yeah. it's like a love story almost. You know, they were boyfriend, girlfriend, well, and a family. And- his his whole thing, I, I guess, at least with the story of the film, he wanted to make a Holocaust film about the Nazis that doesn't kind of let you off the hook and thinking like, oh, these guys are evil, they're monsters. It's like, no, these are human beings that did this. It's like, we kind of have that that thought in our head when you think of Nazism or, you know, those people. It's like, oh, they were brainwashed. They're fucking psychopaths. and all Oh, they these- were. Of course, they but were. Like, but they were also human beings at one point. They're also human beings that have a lot of the same traditions that we do, like family dinners and shit. Like that, where he's talking about how um, ultimately, like they did have families and they were right next to the concentration camps, yeah. living lives while the horrors of Auschwitz are going on behind them. Uh, and obviously, that's what this entire movie is about. And he keeps saying that, like this is this is a movie where another movie's happening in the background. He's like, this is the second movie, sure. basically. Yeah. It's the movie outside. <laughs> outside of the movie is apparently what he was saying. Yeah. Um, but an interesting approach. I don't think I'd ever, I would ever fucking think of something like this. But I think that's part of the reason why it's so chilling and haunting is because you know what's going on in the background, yeah. but it's like... No, it's a creative approach for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the first ones to do it without <clears throat> doing it, you know? Yeah. Which is awesome. And he got permission to build, rebuild a replica of that house on uh, at Auschwitz, basically. Really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. They built it right outside of it. And they got permission to do it and everything. Wow. Because he had been researching it and, like, you know, going through, like, ar- archival documents at Auschwitz for, like, you know, six plus years. Yeah. Imagine, like, being in Germany, like, it, like a German, just being like, another movie about this? I mean, I guess, yeah. you know, yeah. It's Poland, but yeah. They're like, we're kind of trying to let this whole thing go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, behind we said we were sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward. Well, it's just like... <laughs> That's how I would describe the it's Holocaust. A, it's a bit awkward <laughs> for a German now. Like, living in the South now, it's like people and their families and their grandfathers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. I wouldn't have done any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been a cool guy. <laughs> I think that's. I mean, this is a side like thought experiment, but um, historical relevancy is very interesting to me. Yeah, where it's just like it is the norm, and everybody likes to say they wouldn't do that, but like in the time in the norm, like you have no idea if you would have done that or not. That's why, like those very few and far between instances of people being like, "I'm not doing that." Why those are like remembered for hundreds of years, right? Like right. very, very rarely. Like it's oh, crazy. So, someone was on the right side of history, and they were the wrong person at the time, right? Which yeah. is wild, just to think about. So it's just the norm, right? You can't blame them, really. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, <laughs> your trigger, your cancel meter is going. <laughs> <laughs> Cancelable Chris is just like. <laughs> it's just like your clown head is the fucking. <laughs> yeah, just, my, my the emoji just going up. <laughs> But it's the I'm rock. T- it's the rock meter from Guitar Hero, and it's going <laughs> going to fail. Yeah, the bottom says woke, and the top says cancel. And it's <laughs> going, uh, but anyways, I I do think that's fascinating. Like just all the things that like, I mean, I'm not excusing it. It's just a fascinating thing to me. Sandra Hewler, who was in Anatomy of a Fall. I had never seen her before this year. Basically, so, yeah. this last year, I watched those two back to back almost. Yeah, yeah, basic. Yeah, basically, we did too. Um, 
she was recommended to Jonathan Glazer for this because he wanted all German actors, even though he doesn't speak German. Mm-hmm. But he's because he was just like he he said that he tried to learn German. And he's like, yeah, fuck this, I can't do. He's like, I'm too small brain, I can't do it. I'm just gonna hire German actors so they know what they're saying, and as long as they follow the script, that'll be great. And then they ended up improvising just about everything. So he's like, ah, he's like, did my best, (laughs) basically. I've always found it funny of like a director directing foreign language stuff that he doesn't or they don't speak because it's like, they're like, cut, fine, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Did you say, okay, you said it. All right, cut, moving on. Uh, But he was recommended, or uh, yeah, he was recommended Sandra Huller, Hewler. I don't know. Uh, I just pictured them in the house, like in the house next to Auschwitz, and they just hear that rap song from Anatomy of a Fall. That's the song they hear the whole time. They're like, what the fuck is going on? What's, what's going on over there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so she never wanted to play a Nazi for some reason. Weird. As a German, weird. Yeah. It's like, what else are you going to do? You're German. Yeah. Um, You're Santa she's a method. She's a method actor. Yeah. But she was convinced after reading the script, and she had arguments with uh, Jonathan Glazer about how she wanted to be depicted and all of these things. But ultimately, <laughs> can I be like a good Nazi? Yeah. Like. What? Yeah. Basically, I mean, look, she wanted to portray it in a way that was <clears throat> truthful and not just like I'm going to be a monster the whole time, which is like obviously not what the script was about. That's good. That. Because I mean, imagine it's like a Nazi film, and you're like, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm good, man. Thanks. Yeah. But but, it, but of course he explains what the movie's going to be about and his mm-hmm. approach obviously that we're talking about it's very unique so yeah that's probably what made her do it also her the dog in the movie that's her dog yeah cute dog say one thing about the Germans say they like their dogs <laughs> they do like their dogs and introducing spot <laughs> spot <laughs> as the Nazi dog introducing dog <laughs> introducing dog as himself <laughs> <laughs> introducing doggy as <laughs> hey, Doge. <laughs> Doge. Right. Introducing Doge as Gushing Blankenfogen. <laughs> uh, film only took 25 or 55 days. Yeah. A cool fin- fun fact about the film, I'm sure you've got it written down, but the way he filmed it with them. Like 10 different cameras all at the same time. Yeah. Jesus. And it didn't tell them like which cameras were rolling. They were just all going at all times. Most of them unmanned. So the the house is rigged with cameras, like just in the walls, and some of them were visible, some of them weren't, but some of them were just like in bushes and stuff, and so they just did the scenes in the house throughout, and they didn't know which cameras they were playing to or whatever. So, wow. So they they said as actors, they said it was it helped them just be in the scene as opposed to like be. I really felt like a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I could have been the cinematographer on this one. Oh, totally. Well, there's not a single. Uh, light in this. It's all just natural light. Yeah, that's how I would have done it, like Kubrick. That's how I would do it. Imagine the cinema- he never uses any lights. Yeah, he doesn't. Imagine do the it. cinematographer though. He's like, you know, what if we just didn't do <laughs> shit? You're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. He just lights us. Yeah. Right. He's like, all right, fucking sweet. I'm gonna take a tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a tour. Do you have a gift shop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the front or the back? I hate when they have it only at the end. I thought I saw a gift shop. It was nothing but shoes. I didn't know what that Yeesh. was about. Like, Where's my gaffer? He's just fucking fucking off. <laughs> I just met her. Where's my best boy? Yeah. Being a bad boy. The worst boy? A guten boy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's German. 
<laughs> it's German. We mentioned that. They're not people. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, the sound design, though. For real. Didn't this open with like five minutes of just noise? Yeah. 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 Just the machinery. Mm-hmm. Fucking A, man. Yeah. This was the screen. When I saw this in theaters, it was a press screener, and there was only like 10 some people there, very limited theater. So I was like, oh, this is full of press. People will be, will be respectful. And then, like, there was like, a24 came up and like some reviewer in front of me who had been talking to the person next to him the entire first few title cards after A24 you huh this is A24 like to everyone yeah that's what the title card it's like this says. isn't a conversation like we're not talking about the You're movie technically working dude yeah dude what the fuck you'd think of all people press would be respectful did you I, immediately turn to him and go shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I should have but i just sat there like you know respectful like our pod chris was is. like hey buddy there's a train outside waiting for you jesus god his ass certified <laughs> uh yeah he was uh, annoying as fuck yeah but um so i killed him but then <laughs> but then five minutes of like sound design and he was just like is the is he he started looking to other people and i was just trying to ignore him stop trying to put on a show for everyone just you no know, i think he was genuinely confused <laughs> like he, he was either doing one of two things he was like is the projector working did we see him on on wednesday i don't remember it was an older Damn. dude with okay. glasses i don't i don't remember okay but the guy we saw on Wednesday, I very badly, the one at Argyle, when he got up, I very badly wanted, to, well, he didn't get up, but I wanted to read the fucking name so bad on whatever, you know, because some of them are marked with, like, with who they are. The guy that we're sitting next to? Yeah. No, he was a moviegoer. Just a guy. He was just, yeah. Okay. Thank God. I mean, if it was a press guy, I'd be like, please, oh, no. please murder this person. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't press guy. Please delete this person from DFW. We were the last two press on that row. Okay. So just a dude. Just just a moviegoer. Just a person who had a girlfriend, shockingly, I think. <laughs> a girl was next to him. He was talking to a lot. It's probably an escort. I was say for her own free will? I don't know. It was shocking. It was... I turned to him at one point, because... Dude, we gotta, we gotta save, save it. Save it. Save Fuck! It. Tease for next next week, episode. Dude. All right, so Jonathan Glazer, Zone of Interest. <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the the fucking guy in the Zone of Interest screening. So he went during the five minutes of just black screen and audio. He was either confused the projector wasn't on, or he was trying to comment to us, going, "Is this what we're watching, everyone?" <laughs> like that. Like, what's he was, the deal with this projector? Like, is this? It's a. Oh, I guess it's one of those artsy movies, huh, fellas? It was just like one of those, and I was just like in my hoodie, just like zipping it up, <laughs> yeah. just like trying to, yeah, just, looking like a boxer, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just trying to dissociate so hard out of like trying to remove tape from my conscious. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was that 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 guy pissed me off. He shut up eventually after that, but fuck. Unbelievable. People are unbelievable. People are the worst. But it did have an ominous opening, much like 2001. Yes, which was uh, a tone setter for sure. Mm -hmm. I watched it at home, so I I remember wishing I was at the theater to watch it. It hits in the theater. Yeah. Ominous intro features primitive psychopaths. It's basically the same movie. And you know what, man? Like, uh, Granted, we have the screener and everything. It's a DVD screener, so there's that uh, as far as quality goes. But... Um, I'm really, I don't want to say excited, but I really want to rewatch this movie with fucking headphones on. Oof. You know what I mean? The yeah. sound design is by far the best part of it to me. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, no, the sound designer fucking put an overtime on this shit. He created like a 600 page document on actual, like, 
the machinery that they used God. at Auschwitz to get samples from everywhere he could find them and use them on this on this film. They they uh, had over forty five minutes of music that they made for this movie completely cut. More than half of it. Fuck. Only ten minutes of music is used in this movie. Sounds like putting that documentary document together was a real struggle. Yeah, yeah. His, I would say his, a... he called it his struggle. Um, but it was so. That's the sound library included manufacturing machinery, crematoria, so like the, you know, fucking you the know, ovens, furnaces, boots, like period accurate boots. Hey man, just get some boots. <laughs> no, he he went above and beyond. He went hard. Yeah. Uh, the actual guns that they would use at the time, uh, and <laughs> human sounds of pain. Fuck. Yeah. How do you yeah. get that? He just went to a booth and beat the shit out of his balls with a hammer. <laughs> dude, ah, ah, no, dude, imagine his fucking thousand yard stare after putting in work on a six hundred page document of human sounds of pain, dude. <laughs> That's like how the dev team for the original Dead Space had to look at like car crash victims to get an idea of how to design the necromorphs, and they all had, they all got PTSD. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, d- dude is working on his fucking sound libraries. Yeah. I can't feel good, man. If he goes up there to accept the award, he's just going to be... <laughs> Best sound design goes to fucking horrible Nazi man, he dude. He pulls a Mr. Bean and just grabs it and walks off. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Poor guy. Yeah, dude. He killed it, though. I mean, sound design yeah. really, sp- really is what made the movie so haunting. I, I like that there's no music. Hardly any music. Hardly any music. I liked the natural, ominous feeling of the whole thing. How did you interpret like the the shots of like the flowers and the the? Because it like it's like a total juxtaposition of yeah. It's like natural beauty next to the most horrible atrocity man made ever. Yeah, because the sound design is still over that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck man. It's like that's happening right there, and then there's someone just like watering flowers. You're just like, what is what is happening? And the person watering the flowers is the person who's been somehow allowed to live with this family mm-hmm. and it's like dude i'll never forget like my reaction to uh whenever they're in the lake and he's like fishing oh, dude yeah and then he like picks up the basically it's a jawbone yeah. right and like th- his fucking reaction of getting out of the water running on top of the rocks and like getting his children out like the the whole realization of that moment i, I was in shock dude like that was like whoa yeah. i like the, i i like the approach of putting this topic that's been shot to death uh in general uh, through a different lens totally and i think that's that's the key to this one it's like ah, yeah. and how good it is because it's not the typical nazi movie that you're used to seeing and like we were talking about before what john it's such a jonathan glazer thing to do yeah is to not do the obvious fucking thing you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. yeah um and just he's like yeah i didn't want any shots inside of auschwitz but like they went through all of the trouble to build a replica outside of auschwitz so it's like it is very thought uh um very thoughtful in in the way that they made the film but did you see the pictures of the garden yeah that's like it's modeled after mm-hmm. like there's some feature i watched where it showed like side by sides of like historical photos of the the garden yeah it's interesting because they never shot pictures from this side that you can see the fence in Auschwitz. So the historical photos of that house and the garden, the, p- the pool, everything, it's like, it's like perfectly, all facing that, it's all yeah. facing away from the Auschwitz, which is oh. super interesting to show. It showed the picture, then it showed the shot, picture, shot, picture, shot. And it was like, just They're like, well, obviously we're not going to, like, like, obviously that's not going to be a good backdrop. 
Yeah, like, right. Like just them playing pool next to that. Yeah. Just insanity. And so like it's a subconscious thing like they ain't fucking new. Yeah. They're like maybe we shouldn't have this in the photo. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. But keep doing it. <laughs> but keep going. But we need to. It's crazy whenever the grandma or the mother in law comes over. And she just dips out. Yeah. So, like, she's going to stay there for a certain amount of time. Like, she comes over for a visit, and apparently she's going to stay, and then they smell the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm fucking out of here. There's no dialogue either. She just shuts the window, and then... She's like, oh, it's hell next door. (laughs) I'm going to go. Oh, you're committing the most atrocious war crime in the history of the world next door. And, dude, even moments, like, where she has, like, a brand new fur coat, and she's, like, twirling around in it. It's brutal. Hands in the pockets and pulls out a lipstick. And then she's, like, putting on the lipstick that... Wild. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. God. That's the the most interesting, like, vessel of a Holocaust movie I've seen, where it's just, it's just the side. It's just over there. Yeah. I, it's always weird to compliment a movie about the Holocaust, but no, I mean it's here's the thing is like I feel like the odd man out because while I Jewish? Can, not even that, but while I acknowledge that like there's so much work and like this is such a astoundingly well crafted and put together movie, I can't say I actually enjoyed it. You no, know what I mean? No. You keep- I was I wasn't bored. I was just like I don't. I have such little sympathy for this family and what they've done that, like, I don't care about them at all. I don't think you. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. No, I. I don't. It wasn't I, like I'm I was rooting for the, their love no, story. I wasn't saying that the average moviegoer would sympathize with this family. Right. I'm just saying I don't give a shit, and I didn't. Maybe it's because I watched this like right after Anatomy of a Fall, and I was just like in a kind of like fucking. Maybe it's because they killed six million Jews. Maybe that that could have something to do with it. But I, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I don't. I get that so many people are propping this up as like this is one of the best movies of the past twenty years. I don't particularly feel that. It's a unique perspective, and it's not yeah. one I've seen. It's I just li- kind of I'm f- whatever on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue. Uh, I'm gonna argue your point in that like it the movie does kind of feel one note. The gimmick runs out the pretty pre- quick. The premise is there. Yeah, and it's interesting, and it's like, oh yeah, this is a new way to shoot a film of this, you know, of this scale about this tragedy, um, and then it kind of runs out of steam, runs out of gas. Oh, oh shit! I don't know. It's just the zone of disinterest for me. I would have to say. <laughs> oh. Nice. Can I be honest with you guys? Yeah, I took a twenty minute nap midway through this movie. What at the screen? Mm-hmm. At the I screen? passed out. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, not because I didn't enjoy it. I was just very tired, and it was very slow. <laughs> it is very slow. It was a voluntary nap during this movie. <laughs> no, no, it was involuntary. But I was watching, and I was like, the cinematography is so slow. All it's just yeah. lulling you to. I mean, dude, I was, it was. Lulling There's no movement in the the camera work at all. Like no, like we no. just said, they shot they shot ten cameras at the same fucking time, and they're all static. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and me, it's people going in and out of rooms. Yeah, basically, it was just very stagnant family life yeah so i i was and then like the atrocity of all time is happening next door i'm like (laughs) boring yeah i nodded off a little bit and then but when i woke up i was like oh i i hit a nice quick 20 rem yeah you know what i'm talking about i woke up i was like whoa that was weird i feel great though though (laughs) this is a safe space you can say that you fell asleep during the zone yeah i did even though i really thought it was a great movie more like disease of interest you fucking got him the only thing I, I outright can say I didn't really like about it is the ending. Oh, let's talk about it because that's my favorite part. Okay, let's go. Let's go. 
So I like that throughout this whole thing, he's getting away with it. He's ripping people. He's the whole atrocities next door. He's the commander of Auschwitz. He's organizing all of it. He's a fucking big wig yeah, in, and, in and, the Nazi party. And yeah. throughout, you're kind of like, I wasn't like getting mad, but it was just like watching it. I was just like, this guy is just living a normal life, like you were saying, where it's like he gets to go home as if it's like he clocked out from his nine to five. Yeah, like he works at the Toyota factory. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's like, oh, he punches out and then goes home and he just lives a normal life. It's like, it's not fair. He's a and goofy so, looking dude. He's like oblong and yeah, weird. And, yeah. yeah. Just very, yeah, he's just a Pasty glob. white. Yeah. Just, so he looks like he's made of glue. Yeah. Like, just a glob of a human. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Shel Silverstein drawing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like he knows where the sidewalk ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're watching that whole time, you finally get to see him. Like he's he's going through unscathed, and then one day he's just going down. And he just goes, <sighs> and he just gets sick, and he coughs, and he get, like gets like sick to his stomach, but he and can't vomit. But he can't, and something is like overcoming him, and he just looks almost like it wasn't like a break in space time, but it was like he felt the subconscious. The morality the of everything doing. that he was doing was was fighting against his physical health, and that's what I felt. That fucking line about like because the, the, they're at like a not a fundraiser but like a celebration for his work, his accomplishments. It's it's oh, it's yeah. a party like that. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, all I could do is think about the most efficient way to gas this place. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like this entire time that he's like going up there for an accept acceptance speech, he's just like looking up at the rafters and being like, "How could I gas this fuck yeah. this entire room yeah. the the most efficient way?" And it's yeah. the blueprints he was buying, yeah. like all like, that shit. We're like, "Oh yes, we've developed a new system." Yeah. And he's just like, "Yes, let's implement that." Crazy shit. Yeah. The clinical approach to fucking mass slaughter. But like, yeah. yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's so you get to see him speed run all this shit unscathed, and then all of a sudden you get this. The overwhelming, it seemed like the burden of history and the burden of his subconscious and guilt built up all at once. Because then it cut to the Holocaust Museum, the Auschwitz, like all like, like the janitors. The fact it. that it failed cut in to that period piece was such a cool choice to me because it was just like, you fucking failed. It didn't matter. Like, you're going to lose the war. Hitler's going to kill himself. And it, like, he felt this sort of not break in space time, but he felt this sort of like this. This isn't going to work. Or this Are we is the un- baddies? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Am I the toxic guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am I the drama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's me. Hi. The fucking Taylor Swift song starts I'm playing. The problem is <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me, the commander of Auschwitz. <laughs> what if that was the one song in the movie? <laughs> it's like, it's like PIMP and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's, he just hears I'm that. I'm the problem, Nazi. <laughs> he hears that in the He's like, fuck. Yeah. So it's some girl that's sweeping the museum in present day. Just <laughs> in like, their headphones. In their AirPods. It's like, <laughs> it's me. Anyways, uh, yeah, that I loved that. It was like this snap out of reality, oh, there goes gravity moment. Yeah. <laughs> snap, oh, there goes gravity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Spaghetti. You know what? I, uh, I like the ending better now that you've explained it to me. I like because I was like, wait, what the fuck? I fucking no, it felt it. super jarring, and I was like, so we're just in the present day now? Yeah, like, yeah. I love that, dude. It was like, fuck you, it didn't work. I, okay. I I love that where it's like you're gonna die, the war's gonna end, and you're feeling this in that moment, and then it cut back to him. It almost like he saw the the museum. Yeah, that yeah. it's gonna that it's shit, man. Fuck, I love I that. loved that. I love that interpretation. I really do. I like it more now. 
Yeah, no, I, I I'm fucking with that. Film School University sweatshirt <laughs> sweatshirts available at toomanymovies.com Brainy. slash shop. Free Fuck film yeah. school baby. Sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. We got a people some people making it for us. I like what? that interpretation though, I really do. Yeah, I, I fucking love that. It was my favorite part of the movie. Damn. Besides all the No, I gotta rewatch that shit. I wanna rewatch it. Yeah. 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 Let's do it now. And we're back. All right. Um, that was it for me. Yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, that's all you got. All righty. That was the zone of interest. Now. Hey, wait, real quick, though. All right. Real quick, cool little side piece on Jonathan Glazer that I found out recently. You know, in Under the Skin, all those scenes with Scarlett Johansson picking up people and like those were all GoPro improvised and real yeah. people. Yep. All right. Insane. I'm pretty sure you told us that like five times. Oh. <laughs> Really? Pretty sure. I have memory issues. I've just seen the behind the scenes like more than a few times. Imagine being picked up by ScarJo. Being I'd like, be like, oh shit. Yeah, just it's a f- fuck. Yeah, I want to rewatch that. Have, that's all I would have done, by the way. I yeah, just, just... <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, do you need to ride somewhere? You're like, <laughs> you're like take my skin. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't happen to be an alien and going to suck the skin off my face, are you? The most ebony alien of all time, dude. Mm-hmm. Shouts to that. Fucking great, movie. so cool. That that is more of a, a fucking. That is more my vibe. Is sexy beast and uh, under the skin. Yeah, this more one, of an alien movie starring Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that's With a the bit coolest of, alien scene ever. <sighs> this, Probably this is this one is good, but like I kind of get where you're. I mean, it, it's a kind of a chore, a bit of a chore. A this bit, is yeah. yeah, like the gimmick runs up. About in just what two two and a half hours? Yeah. So yeah, but I could, specifically want to rewatch just for the sound design. Like I said, I want to listen with headphones and like really dial the audio. In. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's to me the best part of the movie. It's like it's haunting how good the audio is. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's facts. <laughs> theater, dude. Imagine the theater. It's like, yeah. I was like, fuck. That's <laughs> just imagine a guy behind you doing exactly that. Like, year. Whoa. <laughs> He's doing yeah. the whole thing. Realistic pain sounds. Yeah. Uh, Yo! Yeah. <laughs> the whole time in Zone of Interest, you it's just fucking hear... Fucking Yosemite It's Yosemite Sam yeah. back there. Yeah! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Boom. Yeah! It's a fucking Bugs Bunny. Why, I ought to... Quiet! All right. That's it. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, all right. Now is it... Cinema! That was nice. a good one. That was good, yeah. With Marty Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, mm. So if you're listening to the show for the first time, this is how we rate if a movie's good or not good, but we say, is it cinema or is it not fucking cinema? Because that's how Marty Scorsese does it, man. Chris, you're the one that saw it in the theater. You got the, the best interpretation of this movie on the big screen got a quick little nini in there got a quick <laughs> nini in there <laughs> i fell asleep halfway through <laughs> you could say i have the best interpretation uh, i convince you both of the ending that it's good <laughs> is it cinema 100 percent cinema for me ah! i will concur ah! this movie is definitely cinema and i think that's uh due to everything that was involved in the making of it the development of it the sound design fucking all of the above, but it is a little slow for me. Alex? It is cinema, yes. Ah! 
I cannot look at a movie that has this amount of effort put in and yeah. say it's not cinema. Yeah. A 600 fucking a book about sound? <laughs> like, yeah, are you dude. kidding me? All right. Uh, but now, is it four, three, four, me? This is the next round. We It's cinema for sure. We've all validated it as cinema. Uh, but it's the next round. Does it belong in our Criterion Collective Collection? Is it going on the shelf? We're going to mm-hmm. buy it on 4K HD Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray? And put it in your fucking PS5? Yeah. Your PS5? For me, it's got cinematography. It's got a visual language. Let's go. I love the source material. Let's go. The real, the real events. has been No, just... It's 4-3 <laughs> for me. <laughs> ah! Can I justify it being 4 fucking 3? Alex? I'm going to have to be on the wrong side of history and say it's not 4-3 for me. Wow. You know, it's you not cool. <laughs> it's not cool to be a Jew. I get to, I get to have that opinion. <laughs> you You can. So it is not four three four. Would it have been four three for you? I know you're trying to not give your opinion. I, trying to withhold blame. Yeah. I d- it's not four three for me. Yeah. All right. Fair. I understand that it's great, and I understand that there's a lot of put into it, like mm-hmm. we talked about. But I was I was kind of bored. It's one of my favorite fictions of the year. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> dude. But the amount of people that I've seen say, I've seen multiple people say this is one of the best movies so far this century, and I'm like, what mm. am I missing, dude? That's pushing. It. Historically, I understand, but I, I also am honest with myself, and I was like, oh, I was a little bored. Yeah, I fell asleep, <laughs> yeah. and then I woke up and I was like, this is still good though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I just, and we also don't claim to be fucking like fucking cinephile. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're cinephiles, but also we're not fucking. We're not pretending to like boring ass movies. Yeah, well, that's also like white people academy to be like, was it about a bad thing? Give it some it's like award. Asteroid City was definitely a bad movie. Yeah, it's not good. Just picking fights could have been so much better. <laughs> it was a piece of shit. All right, Avatar uh, two, suck my ass, exactly. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey, hmm? Harvey, suck my ass <laughs> directly. Yeah, <laughs> can't trust him. Uh, okay. What else? DMTs. DMTs. Dumb movie title for yeah. the zone of interest. You know, Jonathan Glazer had a dumb movie title. Did you guys hear about this? No. His dumb movie title was. Uh, fuck! I'm looking for it. Big Brother in the Nazi House. That's fucking dog shit, Jonathan Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me a good idea for. <laughs> I just had like a, possessed. I got possessed by a sneeze just now. What the fuck just happened? That reminds me of a <laughs> dude. He goes humming up, humming up, humming up. The moment I felt the sneeze start to come up, I sneezed. I don't know what the fuck that was. It was involuntary. I was allergic to the joke I came up with, apparently. <laughs> they gave me an idea for a DMT, Big Nazi's house. Big Nazi's house? Oh, like Big Mama's house, the yeah. legendary Martin Lawrence movie. Yeah, it is like legendary. That. But I have more. But did you want to go first? <laughs> no, I'm using Jonathan Glazer's. Big mine. Brother in the Nazi house? Yeah, because they're talking about the way they filmed it. Big Brother, you know. That's horrible, dude. That's not a real title. It's just some probably something. No, he, he, he called it that as a like he's oh, a working okay, title. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. not even. He was just like, it felt like Big Brother in the Nazi house because of how many cameras they used. Okay. okay. Yeah. I thought, like, he was like, you know, at the last second, I thought there was a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little on the nose. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He just 
said that as like I see, a, like an diary of a Jewish kid. It was a description. It's like a reality title. TV show. Imagine the Big Brother, but it's the Holocaust. It's the real world, and it's in <laughs> man, man. She's being a bitch right now. Anyways, she won't let me fuck, and I killed her whole family. God, that's that scene. It just implies that he fucked her. So. Like he's just washing up, doesn't even show it. Yeah, yeah. It only shows aftermath to every atrocity. Rough. Also, the th- cruelty the mother had towards that, like, like the he just said, "I will have my husband kill you and your whole family. Don't, don't fuck that up again." Fucking a. Anyway, sorry. DMTs. Uh, zone of disinterest and the bone zone. <laughs> not, not good. I will argue. The well, there was a bone in it. Yeah. Bone zone. Christopher, Charles, Topher, Chucky. Oh. I've got not so Pleasantville, and ah shit, it's Auschwitz. If that was the, a sitcom, that would be a good yeah. Like, in a world where censorship didn't exist, and the cover's like, <laughs> it's just it's a, the boy in the striped pajamas going like, mm. yeah, ah shit, Auschwitz, man, and uh, death camp <laughs> for cutie, like death cab, but yeah, that's not a good one. It, no, it's good. What do you got, Josh? Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, for once you don't have one. Wow. I was using Jonathan Talking all that shit all this time. So you didn't have one yourself. Josh Shit Talker Rodriguez. Talking shit. Wow, man. Uh, Yeah, I don't have another one. I think Big Nazi's house is good. Big Nazi's house is good. Yeah. All right. My struggle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know when you go home after a long hard day and your your food's just not warm. Yeah, that's his struggle. That's exactly yeah. That's his struggle in this movie. Yeah, you know when you go home after some bad stuff. Some bad stuff. You doing? You know your stuff? job, which is the worst thing. Like, of all I worked time. hard all day. <laughs> when your job is the worst thing ever of all time, it's such a struggle. There's working at McDonald's, and then there's. Do you know how tough my day was? And they're like, yes. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> we can smell it. All right, what else we got? You gotta guess how much the movie cost to make. Uh, sure. How much is the death camp? They built it at Auschwitz. I'm gonna go two million German francs. I don't know. A metric ton of sauerkraut. Good guess. Fourteen German shepherds. Hmm. What I guess. Should we actually you, you want to try to find it? Uh, I'm gonna say fucking eight million dollars. Wow, fifteen for me. Two. Alexa, how much did the movie Zone of Interest cost to make? The Zone of Interest, a 2023 historical drama, yep. cost 100 million dollars to make. No, it fucking bullshit. It was directed shit. by Jonathan Glazer and she produced in the U.S., uh, 15 million. UK, and Poland. Right. So, you, the so film I got received it. an Oscar 14, nomination right? for best picture. 15. I got it right on the nose. Yep. No, you fucking Around 15 I did. million. Play the tape yep. back. 15. Of course, the fucking blonde, tall, blue eyed guy. <laughs> I know exactly how much that would cost. <laughs> Approximately 6 million lives. Approximately. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. That's what he fucking said. This dude. has been Yeesh the episode. Yeesh. Canceled meter. <laughs> All right, let's fucking get out of here, dude. Okay. It's late. <laughs> okay. Wait, do we have anything else? I don't think so. Do you have anything else? I was going to whack off. Go ahead. Oh, during the intro. Just heard that noise again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to There Are So Many Movies. Uh, Check out uh, Zone of Interest if you're interested. Yeah. It's got nominated for five Academy Awards, so... 
It's a good time. Have a good time with your family watching it. This mm-hmm. is a movie you should throw on on a date. It's a great uh, first date movie. Show your fi- your whole family. It's just like Stalker. You want to throw this on during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. B. Younging. Later, Toads.